0: 6:30 until 11 every Tuesday through Saturday with a full breakfast menu. Of course, you can dine in or take out. You'll find great food at the Pirate's Den in Verndale. so make the Pirate's Den a must-dine location for your favorite foods. Welcome into the morning sports desk on this Wednesday, the 11th of May. Happy
1: Wednesday, Corey. Uh, yes. Hi. Um, hi. Hi. How's it going?
0: You know, it's a it's a Wednesday.
1: Indeed. <laughs> it, it, it is surely a day ending. And why? Yeah, we we've, we've made it. We made it. congratulations, by the way. Uh, you've done uh, you've done an excellent job up to this point. Yes. I Which mean, I mean, as a compliment and also as a threat, like don't screw up, screw <laughs> it up. Right. You've yeah. got You've got the rest of the week in front of you here. Momentum, your roll—you know—the snowball is rolling downhill here. I haven't, I haven't missed work yet this week. Try not to blow. It's true, you have not
0: yet missed work this week. I, I am here when I said I was going to be. Yes,
1: that all of that, all of this is so true. Wow, I, I, I have set Honestly, the bar very you, low, but I'll admit, I, I'm soaring. The more I think about it, the more this week actually probably has been like, like really, really good. When you put it that way, when you break it down like you did. Yeah. It's, it's pretty impressive. You know, I, I don't mean to brag, but I did get out of bed this morning. You did? <laughs> Look at, you're here right now. Yeah. This is amazing. This is amazing stuff. I don't know really if people, uh, who are, or who are listening appreciate that enough. That I was able to roll out of bed. We appreciate your efforts. We really do.
0: Yeah. And it wasn't even the wrong side. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it wasn't the right side it was just the it was just a side yeah importantly it wasn't the wrong side uh you had a baseball game last night Wadena deer creek traveled to bertha hewitt verndale um you got to see the alma mater play and and call uh call the alma mater that must have been kind of fun huh yeah it was an interesting experience
0: for sure uh bertha hewitt verndale uh head coach john Washala was uh my junior high baseball coach, so it was uh, nice. fun to get to talk to him. Of course, uh, played a little bit of baseball with assistant coach Dylan Card as well. Uh, throughout that, as uh, and you know, it's I, and through doing the coaches show and getting to know uh, you know Coach Dykoff and a lot of Wadena Deer Creek players, it's really fun to get that familiarity and see those two teams going back and forth on each other. But yeah, uh, there's just a couple things where playing on some of these fields, and I don't, you know, I. I don't have a ton of innings logged, but just the experience of being on some of these fields, uh there was a play uh, both coaches talked about defense and both coaches feel like the last time they were out on the field they didn't have a great showing. Uh so both of them wanted to see better defense and for the most part both teams got it. Uh there was one play and I believe it was like maybe the 3rd or 4th inning, bottom of the 3rd or 4th, vet kind of had a tough uh hop on a on a ground ball and it's one of those things where it's like that lip in Vern uh, the Verndale field's great. There's a little bit of a lip, uh, in the grass and it's just every ballpark has their defining features. Yeah. It was
1: always, right? Yeah. The lip right before, right before it touches dirt. Yeah. Come on, man.
0: Every field. That's, it's something interesting because, uh, you know, one year, uh, for Berth at Verndale, this is about now almost 10 years ago, but there was one year where it's like we won almost all of our games. In Verndale for varsity. Yep. And so they put the, and so when the playoff time came around and we got a home playoff game, we played the game in Verndale. Sure. The year, the next year was the exact opposite. We just played a lot better on the Bertha field. Yeah. And the Bertha field doesn't have any grass. Right. So that's its own interesting set of circumstances. The ball just skips across that infield and can take a bunch of wicked hops. Uh, (laughs) and so, uh, my, My varsity coach, Reaver, would always say, you either gotta learn to play the lip or the dirt.
1: You gotta, you gotta figure out how to play with one. Your hands better be ready. That's all we have to say. I have seen one time, I don't remember what field it was, but it was like, you know, just like a ground ball through the hole. Mm -hmm. Hit hard, not like annihilated. It wasn't even around here. It was, it was growing up. It wasn't like annihilated or anything. It's just a nice hard hit ground ball through the hole. Yeah. And the left fielder was charging the ground ball as you should do. And if there's not a lip in an infield from where the grass hits the dirt, there's a lip from where the dirt hits the grass into the outfield. And this ball hit a lip and literally bounced over the left fielder's head <laughs> as he was charging in to make a play. And I have never seen anything like that since. It's wild. Good game last night. How'd it go? Uh, so what Dean Deer Creek got out,
0: they got three runs in the top of the first inning to get things going. Uh, Dykov hit a, uh, double one hops the wall over in left field out in Verndale. Uh, they got out to an early lead. Bertha Hewitt-Verndale had their chances early, had some guys on base, got some runners in scoring position, couldn't get anybody home. So they had opportunities to kind of chip away at it, keep themselves, uh, keep it a tight contest. Wadena Deer Creek ended up running away with it. They ended up winning 10 nothing in a full seven-inning game. Uh, Tyson Bartle, great pitching performance for Wadena Deer Creek. Six shutout innings. Uh, believe uh, held all but two Bertha Hewitt-Verndale hitters hitless in the game yesterday so wow so great performance out of him uh real i mean there's just as we'll talk about with the twins there's just some nights when a pitcher is on their game and there's not much you can do to stop it
1: let's talk about the twins let's just dive right on into it that's that is a a good transition we talked about it maybe monday and i feel like it's worth mentioning again um carlos correa goes on the injured list it's retroactive to Friday. It's a ten day injured list, remember. So we're all ready to win. Like he'll he's gonna play next week. Is yeah. Is basically how that breaks down. Starting pitcher Chris Paddock goes on the injured list. It's the ten day IL, but um That's more like ten days to assess. There's yeah, that's ten days before they decide he's gonna go get Tommy John surgery for the second time. Um I asked it on Monday. And I, I think it's worth asking again. Is this injury bug a, getting to be a problem? Is this situation for the two? I don't, I don't know exactly, like, the correct way to break I don't know how to feel about this because there have been a lot of injuries. They keep winning. Like, are we... Uh, I, I just don't know. Like, as a fan, are we supposed to be like... Is this good? Is this a good sign for the Twins that they keep winning despite a lot of bad things happening? Or are we waiting for the other shoe to drop all the time and all these injuries going to catch up to them? Byron Buxton hasn't been on the IL at all this season. He's only played in—he's le- missed like a third of the season up to this point.
0: Yeah. Uh So
1: do you want a good cop, bad cop this? or I want a good cop, bad cop. Wild. I just, I have no idea. I just have no idea how to approach this as, as a fan. It, it feels, it feels like it's looming. It just, it just, it's, it's really, really on top of, of, of this season right now. Despite the fact that they're winning, which I love. Like that is the AA story. Yeah. On them, but this injury thing is makes me nervous, man.
0: Yeah, it de- I mean, injuries derailed, and a lot of other things too, but injuries in part derailed the 2021 season. Buxton missed a bunch of time. Rogers missed two months. Um, there, There's a bunch of other injuries that they've had, and the Twins just really didn't have the uh depth. Kirillov went down with a wrist injury last year. So like there was a bunch of things that they just weren't able to recover from, and the Twins had to pull a bunch of players who weren't quite ready, like Celestino a year ago. And then now all of a sudden these players are more ready to fill in these gaps. So like Royce Lewis wouldn't have been ready a season ago. He was hurt. Celestino, um, the Twins pitching depth, uh, pitching pipeline that they have in the minor leagues is, you know, getting more ready by the day. So I think the Twins have the organizational depth to, to at least get themselves to the trade deadline. And if they really feel like they need to make an improvement in a certain area or another, They have the resources and will likely be in first place or in the playoff hunt at the very least out in August. So I think every team just goes through their injury stretches. I think the twins are in one right now. Correa, you know, I mean, I think it's a massive bullet. Last Thursday, we were acting like Correa was going to be out for most of the season.
1: I agree with that. that, uh, Having him only have like a bruise, like it's like a finger bone. A really bad bruise. It's, it's, I mean, it's a bad one but you're right that dodging this one is is huge.
0: Yeah, and, and I, Buxton, I've said it before on this program and, and other places. Look, he, you just got to throw him out there. He's going to get hurt. Yeah, he will. Like you can't you can't baby him. Like it's in football. The the old adage is if you play out there like you're scared to get hurt, you're going to get hurt. And I think if the twins if you play Buxton cuz you're scared of him tweaking something to n- no detriment to Byron Buxton, but he Missed five games because he slid into second base weird.
1: Don't you think that they are, though? Like, do you think they are babying him? Or I do think you, so. Or do you think... You do, okay.
0: Because they did the same thing with Josh Donaldson. Remember, in 2020, he kind of had a minor injury. He And, of course, that season was so short. But right. they they babied him that whole season, for better or worse. He was available for the postseason, which is what they wanted. And, and Byron Buxton and Josh Donaldson last season... They babied with injuries and Buxton still missed most of the season. Donaldson for the mo Donaldson stayed healthy for the most part. So I, I think it just goes to show injuries are random. I think is the biggest thing. Sports are random and that's why we love it. It's why they're so unpredictable. There's random things you can't account for. Uh, just things that you don't expect to happen on any given night. So I, I just think you can't, you can't save a guy from injuries And I get the Twins are trying to avoid a 60-day IL stint from Buxton, because if so, that's a dagger to your season. Not like a your
1: season's dead, but that's... It's dead. He's that good. If he goes on the 60-day IL, it's dead. And there's the justification for trying to
0: baby him. And I'm not saying... And by the way, Byron Buxton is not a guy who likes to be on the bench. Like, there's multiple stories of people going like... Of people saying that sometimes the Twins do this to help Byron because he will try and rush himself back all the time. Sure. So like he, it's not it's not like he's asking to be on the bench, and it's it's just hard. He's a good player, and the Twins are trying to balance it. I just think you just can't be scared of playing him, and you just need to throw him out there. I think the Twins are being a little too cautious.
1: The thing that's hard with him is sometimes this conversation around his injuries leans towards negative like i don't i hope it comes across this way i don't mean it to be like it's not a negative on him at who he is as as a. some people just are more injury prone like it's just it you know when you're as fast as he is and you have to round first base the torque on your body rounding first base at that speed is different than when I'm running around. Um, now me being fat and slow and out of shape puts a different stress on my body than it does his, but I will net like being that fast and having to make those corners that he has to make is different. That puts a stress on a body that is not quite fair, which means when you're sliding into second base head first, Your hand is hitting at a speed that none of us are quite used to seeing. When you crash into a wall, he's running 27 miles an hour crashing into a wall. I'm running 11. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, so I don't, I don't mean this as like, this is not like on him. It has nothing to do with that, but it has everything to do with some guys are more injury prone. He is one of them. And it's a really frustrating balance of you want this guy to be able to play when you need him to be able to play. Cause it is early. It's the, it's not even, you know, it's, it's the second week of May. We're barely a month in. We're barely into this. He needs to be able to play as often as possible. But when he plays as often as possible, he has shown he gets hurt. And misses a lot of time. Yeah. Which is a huge problem.
0: It's one of those, uh, it's one of those danged if you do and danged if you don't kind of situations.
1: I have two and a half minutes. Let's talk wild really right. quickly. you want to be good cop on the wild or bad cop? I don't know. What do you,
0: are you feeling more negative or what are you, how are you feeling? I got both.
1: I got both in me right now.
0: All right. You know, what? I, I'll go good cop. I'll, I'll let you get, I'll let you get the
1: negative right. All right. Perfect. Uh, bad cop on the wild. They had, uh, they came out gangbusters. Caprizoff again shows why he is one of the most exciting players in, in the, in the league. Two goals right out of the gate. He is so fun. I'm so happy he's on this team. Good case. He's probably the best wild player ever already. Already. Flurry is playing fine. I have, I have nothing. It was a bad goal last night, I thought, but like, I have nothing. So let me, I'm, I'm going to get that disclaimer out of the way. No one else is showing up and it's starting to be a problem. Their power play kill, their, their power play offense, bad. Um, they just kind of folded in that third period. It got ugly quick. They need to have Fiala, Erickson Eck, somebody and it should be fiala like somebody needs to step up because kaprizov can score two goals a game every game and you're going to lose most games he's doing everything he can do and and the blues by the way are doing everything to make sure he doesn't do what he can do they got to find a way and they're not finding a way and it's it, that's a that was a rough look last night
0: it was. And by the way, uh, the Blues tweeted out a video of an illegal hit on Kaprizov and definitely were like, nice hit. That, uh, I saw that. That Everyone's like, uh, uh, cheaters. Anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, yeah, they they did not play well, but it is just game six. They will. The hope is that they come out. I mean, teams have just been flip-flopping these games, so hopefully the Wild, like, Hopefully they flip that switch. They've been a gritty team all season. They really, they haven't lost. They haven't, they've avoided those big losing streaks for most of the season. So I, I just think that they're gonna turn it around. I think, Event Whether they keep rolling with Marc-Andre Fleury, he's a Hall of Famer for a reason. He'll find a way to have a good game when it matters most in Game 6 coming up here. They
1: traded for him for this purpose.
0: This is the GM going out and getting his guy. Like He wanted Marc-Andre Fleury. And so he's going to have a chance to do it. If not, then Cam Talbot. But I think it's going to be Marc-Andre Fleury. And I, I just, with this wild team... Again, Kaprizov is good. He can give you another effort. There are still guys, like Corey said, Fiala does need to step up. He does need to play better. Some of these other guys do need to play better. But uh, they have it in them. They're going to be fine. We're going to see what happens in Game 6. It is very easy to be pessimistic right now. Do not get me wrong, but we'll just have to roll with it and see what happens. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, the 11th of May.
1: Luxury, exemplified. Innovation, electrified. The all-new, all-electric EQS SUV from Mercedes-Benz. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack, or call 1-833-537-8462 ask your doctor about Lecvio that's L-E-Q-V-I-O lower longer Lecvio